there. Thanks for downloading our show. This week, I had a very lovely chat with my sister, Paula, as we always do every week. Uh, We recap our Halloweens, of course, because we have two trade notes. And we talk a lot about the entertainment industry this week. We normally don't like to talk about, you know, political and current events, but we did talk about Kevin Spacey because we're both huge fans and we're incredibly disappointed by the latest news. And we also talk a little bit about our own experiences, which almost everyone on the planet has also had. Nothing too bad. And then, of course, our ugly and awkward moments of the week. So thank you so much for supporting the show. And thanks for downloading and sharing. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie. That's not what your mom said last night. Paula. All right, ladies, let's not fuck it up. Uncensored as always, it's time for the ugly truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. It is episode 233. I'm in my glorious bedroom studio. (laughs) This is Jamie with my sister Paula, who's probably in her gorgeous bedroom studio, I assume. Yes, I'm uh, on my bed with uh, two cats surrounding me. You have two cats? Yes. Hopefully they'll leave me alone. They won't. The second that we start talking about something where you need to focus, they will be like, They'll come and sit on my lap and rub their faces on my microphone. (laughs) They'll be like, hey, what is this? (laughs) Anyway, welcome to The Ugly Truth. Two sisters talking about their daily lives. I have been informed that we should probably tell people every week that we are sisters and not sisters, but sisters. Oh, okay. I've never been in a situation where I say, oh, she's my sister, where they go, oh, that's really? Oh, okay. It's more like sisters. Well, I that's know. interesting. It is a good, it is a good thing to be it's sisters. It's always a good thing. Yes. And I, we have had uh, women reach out to us and say, you guys are like the sisters I never had. Yeah, that's true. It happens all the time, actually. And it I love sweet. that. Or I've had men tell me, like, yeah, listen to your show. It sounds like my sisters when they get together (laughs) and drink alcohol or whatever, you know. So anyway, that's who we are. What was it? Last week, it was almost 90 last week. In fact, Halloween, which was just a few days ago, you know, we don't trick or treat, obviously, because we our kid, our youngest is 17 now. But, you know, opening and closing the door, it was chilly, but Mm -hmm. it was not like, oh, get a sweater on. I mean, it was balmy. It was a balmy Halloween. I'm the stay-at-home candy passer-outer, and Victor takes the kids out to go trick-or-treating. And Olivia was a cheerleader, and I bought a white uh, turtleneck to go underneath her outfit because I didn't want her to freeze. Yeah. And then Ryan was a lumberjack, and he had just a giant like uh, flannel on. But that was long sleeves, uh, and so yeah, he, he went with that, and they weren't really cold. Ryan looked like the bounty paper towel man. <laughs> I know, didn't he? I thought that's what he was. I'm like, he really, he really gets some creative ideas. It kind of surprised me. He's like, Mom, I think I'm going to be a lumberjack this year. I'm like, a what? <laughs> <laughs> so they went out trick or treating. I barely passed out. Like five things of candy and really? i think what happened was is we put black light bulbs in all of our lights oh, too dark and the other part too is our doorbell is broken and so <sighs> we made a sign that says please knock doorbell broken but okay. by the time we realized it it was getting kind of late and so 
so no we, one we didn't have anybody come so now we have all this candy i mean it's, oh god it's a good problem to have but well is it though i hate it i i feel guilty every time i bust into any leftover candy i just feel the th- rolls of fat developing i know whenever i eat a mini crunch bar i've had five things like a little snickers mini oh those are so good and that was just today so <laughs> and it's early everyone hey snickers goes good with coffee it does. Everyone, everybody knows. It really does. Yeah, you know, it was funny because we've been in this house for four, almost, it'll be five years in the spring. So four and a half years. And every year that we've been here, we, the first year we got none. And then we <sighs> we might get like two or three and that's it. So because when we lived at our old house, I would have to buy the two of the big bags of minis and we'd go through most of it because oh, yeah. we lived right by the school. And so every kid in the on the planet lived there. So it was really fun. Well, we moved to a, a neighborhood where it's a smaller cul-de-sac. And I would say 90% of the people who live here are retired and older. So there's no kids. And so this year, there's been a lot of uh, the retired people are downsizing. So they're selling, moving close to, you know, their families or whatever. Oh. All these families are moving in with smaller kids. So this year, uh, and because, and I've said this many times, I buy the full-size bars because I think, hey, if you get to me, you are going to be rewarded. Yep. And so you live I bought, in the you live in the rich neighborhood. Just admit it, and you have to give out the full size ones. <laughs> no, there's no pressure. But <laughs> I just figure if you're going to walk down my lane and get to my door, because we're the only of uh, there's three houses on my lane, and of the three, we're the only one that does candy. Because the the people that live directly across from us, they kind of co uh, they co travel. They they spend half their month in San Jose because they're all dentists. And the other half here, they're a very uh, super close family. So it's like the parents and the son and the wife and all the grandkids, they all live, they like have two homes. And so they, I think they have a practice in both cities. And so they kind of, I think that's the deal. But anyway, they're really, really nice, Mm -hmm. but they're never home. And so they never do candy. And then Fran, who lives next door is like 90 and she doesn't either. Right. So anyway, if you get to us, I'm rewarding you. No, that makes sense. This year, I bought a 32-pack of, of full-size Kit Kat, Reese's Pieces, and Hershey, like a, a mix. Yeah. I passed out all of them. Hey, that's good. I even had to bust out the bag of minis that I bought for just to have. And I even had to hand out some of that. It was so great. And I'm sure the kids, the kids, the stragglers were probably a bit disappointed. Because they're you just know like, been... hey, you said this bitch had full size. What's going <laughs> exactly. On? In fact, I had one Hershey bar left and I had it on top of the bowl of the minis. And when I opened up the door, there was like five kids there and they literally started fighting over the bar. I had to take the bar and give it to Daryl. Oh, my God. I'm like, none of you are getting it. And they're like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, here. And I gave them handfuls of the of the other stuff. But what was funny is this one group came in and I was handing out full size because I all the good stuff went first, obviously. So I handed out the Reese's and the Kit Kats. And this one girl, I put a Kit Kat in her thing full size. And she goes, my life is complete. She turned around and walked away. (laughs) Aren't kids so dramatic? (laughs) I freaking loved it. I loved it. It was so fun. And I said, see, this is exactly what I was wanting when we moved in. Is This is what I wanted. It was perfect. It lasted like, I think our last straggler was maybe quarter to eight. And that was it. It was done. 
I loved it. And I'm like, oh, good. You know, I don't remember any costumes that like wowed me. They were all just like normal costumes. Did you see any particular costumes that, you know, there was, well, the little ones, like the little ones, like the three year olds, they were all dressed up like dragons little they were all the puffy warm snuggly yeah costumes. i saw a few princesses like that. i did i saw a a gypsy i saw a lots of firemen and police officers a lot of nurses it's a, it was very interesting this year not not too many superheroes um and then there was not hardly any scary i saw one scary kid but I couldn't, I just couldn't tell if he was an adult that was just a little like short and round or if he was a little kid that was just kind of short and round. Yeah. But he had this mask on with like this long nose. Ew. So I'm like, I'm like, is this like a Da Vinci mask or what is this thing? You know, I don't, I don't know, but... Yeah. I'm just like, here's your candy. Just go. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, really interesting, though. And yeah, there was a lot of princessy ballerina type stuff for the girls. Did you get any like teenagers or anything like that? No. Uh, I think the oldest group, they might have been 12. But oh, that's we not didn't... bad. They're still polite when they're that age. Yeah. We didn't get a whole lot of those stragglers. We we're like, hey, let's go to the rich neighborhood and see what we can get. It was... I hate no. teenagers when they, they come <laughs> trick or treating. I'm like, go home. You're too old. <laughs> The, I read, I don't know where, I, I think it was in Canada, they passed an ordinance that kids over the age of 15 couldn't trick-or-treat and you would be fined if you were. I think that's a good law to have. I mean, yeah, yeah we were talking to Ryan and we said that we think this is probably his last year of dressing up and trick-or-treating because he's just getting too old, you know? Well, he's 12, right? He'll be 12? Yeah, and this yeah. time next year, he'll literally be turning 13. He'll that, be he'll be like almost what four weeks away from turning thirteen or yeah, less. The the only way that he can get away with it next year is if he has a really good group of friends in middle school, and it's usually the last hurrah. Seventh grade tends to be the last hurrah year, and then they convert it into having parties. Then they have Halloween parties like the weekend leading into Halloween. Yeah, I guess. Well, since I I'm the one that usually stands back and holds the candy, they could probably hang out at my house. Well, yeah, if you you wanted to throw a party. Yeah, I think um, Malia, obviously Malia went to a friend's house and they kind of just hung out and watched scary movies for (laughs) Halloween. Yeah. But I told her, I said, well, maybe next year we'll have a Halloween party and that way you'll have a reason to dress up and, you know, it'll be fun. Yeah, I think so. Speaking of uh, parties, mm-hmm. Ryan is turning uh, 12 in like a matter of weeks. Mm. And so I said, well, have you decided what you want to do for your birthday? And he said, yeah. I want to have a sleepover with like a few of my friends. And so I'm like, OK, oh, interesting. I, think, I think we can accomplish that for sure. And for sure. So he invited four friends, I think. And um so he passed out the invitations and everything, but now he's a couple of the boys are saying like, well, my parents aren't sure. And I have a baseball league and, mm. you know, but Sam definitely is coming and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what if it ends up just being the one boy? I'm like, are you sure you want to do that? And he's just yeah. like, I don't know. <laughs> have so. a party. Just have a party then. And some, well, what we do when they, when they're older, we have a party and then whoever can spend the night stays and if you can't, then you leave at 10. That way, no one feels like they're missing out. And if they can't stay, no big deal. Because, you know, some kids actually are kind of anxious about spending the night. It's not like it used to be. And so a lot of them are like, eh, I'd rather just go home. 
Yeah. They don't want to say, I don't want to spend the night or my parents don't let me spend the night. Cause a lot of parents don't, they're not into that anymore. Yeah. Because people are so horrible. No, <laughs> so no sometimes they just don't want to do it. I'm very leery about it, but I know all of Malia's friends now, the ones that she spends the night at. So I'm, I'm cool with it. Sometimes she'll throw in a rogue name. Oh yeah. So Jenny, you know, da, 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 we're going to all spend the night. And I'm like, who's Jenny? Oh, yeah. She did it. I'm like, Mm-mm, no. Yeah. Right. Or well, Daryl, Daryl may have taken her to the, to Jenny's house once. I'm like, what's up with Jenny? He's like, she can't stay there. <laughs> so, you know, it's one of those. I'm like, okay, got it. Well, I put on the invitation after I gave all the details, I put on the invitation at the bottom saying, you know, some of you parents, I may not have had the chance to meet. If you would like, you can call me or we can meet mm-hmm. at the school and, you know, just get to know one another. And so, mm-hmm. um, and then I also listed the two movies that we'd be watching. And if they were uncomfortable with the movies, we could always change it to something else. So what, so if they don't like Debbie Does Dallas, then they're out. Right, Is exactly, that it? <laughs> exactly. No, we're going to watch iRobot and Dumb and Dumber. So, oh God, Paula, what is this, 1970? What do you want me to watch? Brian picked it out. He wanted to All watch right. a scary movie, and iRobot is very suspenseful. <laughs> okay. Jeez. So. It's a very organized party. From this time to this time, we will be eating our snacks. From this time to this time, will be the movies, and then you will go to bed. Good night. Well, they're all going to be sleeping on the living room floor unless I can cram them into Ryan's room. No, you won't. You know what's going to end up happening is they're going to be playing video games till 3 a.m. That's exactly. You better have a shit ton of Mountain Dew and Doritos. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) I just hope that he actually gets, you know, everyone to come or not everyone, but I mean, at least three people to come or two. Well, look, the the, the party rule is you invite as many as you want because 20 percent show. That's that's okay. the rule. Only 20% show up to any party you have. And if you have, you prepare for 100% expecting 20% and be glad if 20% shows. That's usually the rule. Okay. He should have. So if, if only one is staying, that's 20%, 25%. That's pretty good. So you, that's why you have to overinvite. We'll see what happens. There you go. So I don't know how much you like Kevin Spacey. I, I love Kevin Spacey. I love Kevin Spacey. Oh, I mean, am I allowed to say that I love him still? I don't even know where we're at. Well, I mean... <laughs> I don't know what we're allowed to do we anymore. We loved him before when we thought he was straight. We could still love him even though he's gay. It was never going to be reciprocal, so... I never, ever thought he was straight. Ever. Everybody knew he was gay. That was It never... was a very... I think it was just one of those worst-kept secrets, you know? Yeah, it's not like it was a shocker. I think what was the shocker about once he finally came out about being gay was Mm -hmm. that he also either he or the victim came out saying i did attempt to you know molest a 14 year old boy (laughs) 30 30 years ago it's just like you could have done those in different separately different sentences because yeah people don't want to associate being gay and molestation children people do Mm -hmm. it all the time you yes, know, that already happens. True. What was funny when it first came out, I have so many problems with what's been going on in the last month or so with the accusations. Yeah. I don't, no one's really said what I've been thinking. And so then, so I start questioning myself, like maybe I'm the wrong person and I'm okay with it. If someone wants to educate me and explain it to me other than, Hey, they can do whatever they want. You know, that kind of explanation is not what I'm looking for. But the Kevin Spacey thing for me was difficult. And it, 
I think this is kind of along the same lines of people who really struggled with Bill Cosby. Right. When that all started coming out, we were like, no, that's 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 Mr. Huxtable. He would never, you know. And so a lot of people had to grasp that what we were presented with from the entertainment world is not the real person. And I feel like that's kind of the same thing that's happening with Kevin Spacey. We were presented with a package that we that we really loved. And yet that's not who he really is. And it's one of those horrible things where you have to come to grips with the fact that talent and amazing performances is not the person that is behind the scenes. And right. it's difficult. I'm, I, struggle, I struggled with it until today when I started reading that they were having meetings about how to deal with him on the set of House of Cards, like don't ever be alone. And if you're a gay young man, don't don't ever approach him by yourself. And I'm like, what? Like he's that predatory. That is terrible. And wow. I have no I have nothing to say and about that behavior. My only issue is not just this, but I, I struggled with why are, why are we hearing about things that are 30 years old? Why are we hearing like somebody when Dustin, 35 years ago, Dustin Hoffman made a pass at a 17 year old and I'm just, and the, and the actress is coming forward bravely. And I'm thinking, I'm not saying that that behavior was appropriate. It wasn't, it's terrible. It's awful. But why are we now, you know, well, they're feeling comfortable given the climate on Twitter, though. Like, why are we using Twitter? Like, why aren't we using attorneys or spokespeople and serving people appropriate? You know what I mean? Right. That's the part I'm struggling with is u- utilizing social media to declare all of these horrible behaviors that occurred before some people were even born. It's I'm struggling really hard. I'm sure there were many victims. Oh, yeah. And because it sounds like it's commonplace in this society that they live in. Mm-hmm. Oh, in Hollywood? Right. The entertainment industry. The entertainment industry. But mm-hmm. you also have to figure, you know, there's always three sides to a story. Right. There's her side, there's his side, and there's what actually the happened. Right. I think that there's going to be a mixed bag of people who came out and Mm -hmm. truly were victimized. Right. And then I think there's people who are going to come out who probably were not, but just are going to say that to get some sort of a settlement because it's such a hot issue right now. Right. Which is sad, but you know, yeah. Why do people pretend to be the red cross and get donations during a horrible disaster? Advantageous. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's advantageous. So, I think that there's definitely real victims out there, but I wouldn't put it past people to come out and say that something happened to just fishing for, you know, something. Well, the other the other problem that I'm kind of having is it's not limited to entertainment. It happens in every avenue. I mean, you and I have been sexually harassed, truly sexually harassed. Right. And we're not in entertainment. I mean, we're we were just in business. It, it, it yeah. doesn't, you know, politics. It, it doesn't really matter. It, but the entertainment industry, it's difficult because there are people who said, absolutely not. Get out of here, you pig. And then there are the people who went, well, you know, he could help my career if I did suck his dick. So maybe I'll just do it. Mm-hmm. Like for as many women or men that come forward and say these things happened to me and it was detrimental to my career or my psyche or whatever. There's a whole other group of people who went ahead and did it. 
so it's really hard like how do you decipher between an exchange of power versus a victim and a harasser like that's the to me why isn't anybody talking about that you know i'm not saying that that Kevin Spacey didn't victimize 30 or 40 men. Maybe he did. I mean, we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. How many of them were consensual and now suddenly they're not? You know, that's the thing. And, you know, this isn't one of those things where you can generalize. Every single person is individually different. Every single one. And that means whoever decides to represent Kevin Spacey, if any legal action comes out of any of it, you know, that's tedious, tedious work. So it's really hard for me to have, you know, and because we're blanketing saying everything's harassment now, (laughs) it's like you can't do that. You have to be specific. Mm -hmm. I don't know why this came into my brain when all of this started coming out where all these people apparently are terrible humans. And every time someone makes a really sloppy pass at someone, it's harassment now. Mm -hmm. But I remember one time our grandmother was and this was back in the 50s and harassment's been going on forever she was walking home from the liquor store because <laughs> our our moms told us that they had parties every weekend like their friends would come over and they would have dance parties like every weekend back in the 50s and so our grandmother had gone to the liquor store to buy some whiskey or some rum and she was walking home and a guy was sitting on his front porch and pulled out his dick and showed it to our grandmother <laughs> yes and she said you better put that back put that thing back in or I'm going to take this bottle and cut your dick off with it yes. and kept walking. And I'm like, that's an appropriate response as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> that is not something where I would take to Twitter and say, Mr. Feldman on 8th Street exposed his penis to me and now I need money. Right. You know, I mean, that's not, there are many ways. And I was telling producer Deb that I said, but I really have to remind myself that not everybody reacts the way that our grandmother or I would. You know, and every situation is different. You know, you and I have had our own personal experiences where we've had to go to HR or you were HR Mm -hmm. and you've had to deal with it. And there's it's hard, definitely difficult. But at the end of the day, we did do it the right way. We did try to use the proper channels the way they tell you to and it didn't work. And that's when you have to do something vicious. Mm -hmm. You You have to retaliate in another way. Well, I mean, I think the thing about being sexually harassed is it doesn't matter what type of person you are. You know, it doesn't matter if you're boisterous and vocal about saying, you know, like, leave me alone or blah, blah, blah. Maybe you're just shy by nature or something like that. Or or you you got paralyzed and you're just like, is this really happening to me? Right. Like, are they really saying what they're saying to me? Right. And you you can't respond. And it takes, well, and it takes a minute to process because you... You're in a place of business where you think everyone's just being professional, professional. Mm -hmm. And then someone says something to you and you're just like, did they really just say that? You know, and the incident has come and gone and now you're standing there in shock. Well, and the the worst part about it is um, if they outrank you, you're just like, well, yeah, that is crazy. And so, yeah. It's just, you know, I I can see how it goes both ways. I mean, Mm -hmm. you can tell them to get out or whatever. But the fact still remains is you were sexually harassed. Right. Regardless of whether you're, you know, shy or vocal. Right. And it's not the woman's problem to solve the problem. It's it's the harasser's problem. Well, harassment in general isn't limited to man-woman either. 
I mean, now, especially in the world now where anybody of any sex can outrank another and it can, I mean, even men against men, I mean, which is what we're seeing right now with Kevin Spacey. It's like he was taking advantage of younger gay men and maybe not even gay men, just younger men. And for whatever reason, he was outranking them because of his stature status. Probably. I'm not sure. Well, but I mean, it's like he's Kevin Spacey, for God's sakes. I mean, yeah, exactly. So it's all I know is that it is it's not simple issues. It's not easy. You know, and, and my my biggest beef really is that taking to Twitter doesn't seem to be to me would not be the appropriate way to deal with it. Well, I mean, she's got to think ahead and think, you know, what what will this accomplish? Right. I you mean, know, if she really wants some resolution, she would, like you said, she would need to get a lawyer and go yeah. forward with whatever it is that she's trying mm-hmm. to do. But I mean, is she just trying to do a smear campaign or is she trying mm-hmm. to get some attention? Right. Or does she truly want some sort of settlement? Right. So like the like uh, yesterday, I think Jeremy Piven, who. And I, you know, I listen to a lot of different podcasts. Yeah. Jeremy Piven is kind of a well-known douchebag yeah, in Hollywood. Exactly. He always and plays douchey parts on t- he does. movies. I actually think he's pretty funny as the dorky or the, the side guy, you know, the best friend. Yeah. And he's been in a million Cameron pro movies. He's always with Ke- uh, John Cusack. He's always John Cusack's best friend. Oh, okay. Always. And I know he was in Entourage and stuff like that, but some actress came out and started accusing him of grabbing her boobs in a trailer on on set somewhere on Entourage. And she did a tirade of, of the, and I'm like, suddenly, what did she get, you know, have too much Chardonnay and decide that this was the time to accuse Jeremy Piven on Twitter for a sloppy pass in the trailer? Is it her sexual harassment? Yeah, I guess. But I mean, I didn't I didn't realize actor versus actor, you know, that there's no power play there. It was just he was being an asshole and made a a physical pass at her. In my mind, I would have turned around and punched him in the mouth. I don't know why she didn't, but she didn't. And like you explained, everybody responds differently. Mm -hmm. But it seems like it's a bit of a slippery slope to dangle that meat or chumming the waters of Twitter just haphazardly in the middle of the night. I mean, to me, it's like, I get it. And if you want to call him to the carpet, because this is not the first time, I'm okay with that. But can we not, you know, let the uh, the public determine the punishment? Can we just perhaps do it the right way? With, is that so hard to do? Right. That's my problem. It's like, I legitimately believe everything but can we just do it the proper way? Can we not just blast the world with your private business that that you obviously didn't handle correctly in your mind the first time? So now you're going to handle it, but you're going to let everyone know that you're handling it before you actually do it properly. That's my problem. Right. You know what? I was thinking about it. I surmised in my brain what I thought was going on with all of these public going public with all of this poor behavior. And I realize poor behavior is a very nice term for what's been going on. I think there are absolutely true victims of some terrible behavior. And I'm, I hope that they get redemption. I hope they get what they they need to get done. I really do. And if Kevin Spacey is a predator, he should pay for it, just like everybody else, mm-hmm. especially in, in Hollywood or in the entertainment and even the music industry, which we've also been hearing about with some of these horrible producers. 
is that that power thing. This has been going on since the beginning of the creation of the entertainment industry. And I'm just wondering, are we seeing the last gasp of that? Are we finally seeing all of this uncomfortable, dirty laundry being aired out, even if it's inappropriate for me in my brain? Is this finally going to be, is the casting couch finally going away? Is it, are we finally eradicating that old mentality that these young beautiful women will come in and sleep with an ugly producer to get their role like is it over you know maybe this is what has to happen maybe it all has to blow up for it to go away for good and then when somebody does act like that it's so bad it's so egregious that they get called out immediately yeah you know maybe that's what we're watching maybe that's what we're witnessing yeah. So maybe ugly and uncomfortable, but it's coming to an end, perhaps, or a new a new way of doing business and entertainment is finally taking over, which I think would be great. I, I don't think that uh, a woman should go to or, or a man should go to L.A. trying to be famous and have to suck someone's gross dick to get an Oscar. You know, that's ridiculous. And that's been going on since the beginning. God only knows what Mar- Marilyn Monroe had to do or, you know, Rock Hudson or whatever. Right. So I don't know. I told Daryl I would keep it minimal. <laughs> but I'm so disappointed in Kevin Spacey's behavior. I'm so sad by the the realization that someone I really admired as such a disgusting person. It makes me sad. So do you think his career is over? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. And it's too bad because he had a good run and he worked really hard and he just couldn't control his problem, which which is predatory. And it's too bad. I mean, I mean, assuming that everything is true, of course, you know. Well, I don't but he I don't think he denied it. He did not. I think actually did he (laughs) He apologize? He apologized. He said he didn't remember because he was drunk in 26. Uh, I don't buy that. But it's not up to me to decide. Yeah. It's up to him to, you know. And, and the the person who accused him is very successful. Yeah. And every I recognized his face immediately. And it wasn't on Twitter. It was through an article, a, a news article that was written um, that he did an interview. I think it was Vogue or Vanity Fair or something. Anyway, also, uh, I know because you just don't. I assume you've never watched Stranger Things. No, I, I've heard of it, but... Okay, Paula, you have to watch it. It's so good. You have to watch Stranger Things the first season and then start watching Stranger Things 2. Is it about I, ghosts or anything like that? No, okay. it's not. It's not. It's really good. And Ryan would love it. Ryan would love it. For what's, sure. Well, what's it about? Well, it takes place in the 80s, so it's very nostalgic. Oh, and it's like essentially about these four or five friends, and they're all 11 or 12 And they just, they find this, there's a lab in their town who had, they've been conducting experiments and uh, they've found an alternate universe and it's bad. Oh. And it's, there's monsters and it's just so good. It is so good. There are, it's like a real life Dungeons and Dragons, but takes place in the eighties. Okay. The second season, which just was released like a week ago, and most people have binge watched all nine episodes. Wow. It takes place a year later. And so, you know, there and it, it starts like the day before Halloween. I mean, you have to I mean, I, you're probably one of only two people in the world that hasn't watched it. <laughs> so I would suggest starting with Stranger Things the first up epi- the first season. OK. And then hopefully you'll love it. And Ryan's going to absolutely love it for sure. But what channel the, is it on? It's Netflix. 
Oh, Netflix. Okay. It's on Netflix. Yeah. So you have to watch that. And then also, um, you were telling me some of the you know, fall television has returned and you said you were watching. I was really surprised at some of the titles that you were saying that you are watching. What are you, what are you watching again? Um, Dancing with the Stars. No, no, no. Not that. It was new. You were watching Fresh Off the Boat? Yeah, we watched that in Speechless. See, now, I tried to watch Speechless because I love Mini Driver. Mm-hmm. I, I just can't, I cannot embrace it. It's really so funny, though, Jamie. It's so funny. I, I've heard that. My new obsession, and I'm way late to the party, is I discovered the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs? Yes, it's on Wednesday nights, right after, before or after Modern Family. Hmm. It is, takes, it also takes place in the 80s. And it is so funny. Uh, who I don't on bridesmaids the the mom the 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 one that has all the the boys. I know who you're talking about. Where she perms her hair and it's all curly, and she's like, "What do you think?" And <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, well, this is it's on its sixth season, so it's been around for quite a while. Sixth season, yes. And so what I'm. The hell, channel is it on? It's on Modern Family, ABC. It's on the same family. It's on the same. It's just on Wednesdays. I don't know. But I've been binge watching it because it's in syndication now. So I've been watching it on syndication. There's two episodes a, a night every day of the week. And so I, I cannot get enough. I cannot get enough. And so I've been watching that obsessively. And um, I love The American Housewife. I don't care that people hate it. I love it. I'm I, not interested in her. Oh, my God. I know. But it's so good. I mean, I like it, I should say. It's very not realistic. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just love it. And she's just she's just such a judgy bitch. And so I, I can't help myself. She hates all the rich, tall, blonde women. And I think it's awesome. <laughs> so I just can't. I can't help myself. Well, who doesn't? But OK, so this weekend... Finally excited about the UFC. Yeah, I know. It's been a while. I And I just can't tell who's going to win. That's the well, problem. Well, all I know is that producer Dub, he's like, I've never in my life wanted GSP to ever win anything. And I'm so hoping he beats Bisbing. I know. <laughs> he wants him to win so bad. Who do you, who are you a fan of? Well. You probably like Bisbing, right? No, no. Oh, okay. I, I would want GSP to win for sure. Okay, yeah, me too. But the fight I'm actually looking forward the most to seeing is uh, Garbrandt and Dillashaw. And you want TJ to win. Of course I want TJ to win. Why? He's such a traitor. I'm so surprised that you want TJ Dillashaw to win. Okay, but... He literally burned the bridges out of Sacramento to go to Denver because he didn't think they were doing him right. They weren't. And as soon as he went to Colorado, (laughs) his first camp, he won the title. Yeah. Well... There's nothing wrong with trading. And I that's agree. the thing is they keep they just won't let it die. Well, you know? I think there was some bad blood between him and one of the coaches here in uh, Northern California. And so he and I'm with you. I actually did not consider it such a bad thing. I mean, if you need to, you know, change it up to improve, then do it. So that part of it is not I don't know I just like Corey I I know he doesn't know how to talk very well well his <laughs> he's got first starter his name is Cody but that's okay I said Corey yeah oh my bad I meant Cody <laughs> sorry no he's by far the worst shit talker in the world I yeah mean. he's like he's like you rock exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah well that's not what your mom said last night <laughs> yeah he's not good 
He needs a writer. <laughs> for sure. Well, speaking of, let's do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. When I get up in the morning to wake the kids up, it's like, you know, 6.45 or something like that. But I've just been super tired in the mornings. So I'll wake them up and then I'll go sit on the couch and sometimes I'll just kind of like lay my head down and let the kids get ready because I'm just in, you know, sweatpants and a t-shirt and all I have to do yeah. is throw on a sweatshirt and I'm, I'm good to go. Right. So today I was sitting on the couch and I just laid my head back for a second and I was holding my coffee <laughs> and so all of a sudden I heard mom, your coffee and I opened my eyes like, what? and I had, <laughs> my hand had just like fell and there was coffee all over the floor. <gasps> you'd spill. You'd fallen asleep and spilled your coffee. I didn't think I was going to do that. I mean, I was just closing my <laughs> eyes for a minute. <laughs> so oh my gosh! I got it all over like the little blanket that I was sitting on, on my sweatpants, all over the floor. So oh no. I had to go and get the Swiffer and you know clean up my mess but it was just funny because ryan must have been watching me and like watching me like what is she doing and then started the coffee tipping oh my god well luckily you're not a smoker you would have caught yourself on fire i know right jeez so luckily now we know those were all awkward moments yeah yeah so i hate spilling coffee too because that's that stuff stains so bad it there's is, nothing it's so sticky like, too Oh, God. I hate it. I hate it. It's worse than anything. <sighs> okay. Well, mine was... So, Malia, we're wrapping up the football season. And uh, Malia has... There were two games left last week and then this... And then tonight is the last football game of the of this season. And it's really sad because they've not won one game. They're literally the Rydell High of high schools. They didn't win a game at all? At all. It it was dismal. And, you know, Daryl and I will go and we know football pretty well. So we're watching and we would do, we'll start questioning like, why are they doing that? Why do they keep doing that? Why don't they just do this instead? And he goes, honey, they have four plays. That's all they know. That's literally what we're watching is they only know four things. Gosh, Ryan's uh, flag football. They know at least 10. Well, I know. But they and the coaches are just the worst. And I'm like, and this isn't even it's not like you can fire them. You know, it is what it is, but I'm like, they have to fire these guys. They got to get new, new coaches in here. We, There's got to be an option. There's got to be another option. This is just the worst. So now Malia's school, Rydell High, they're not <laughs> known for their football. They're known for other sports like baseball and basketball. They all, they're consistently in the playoffs. Football has never been their forte ever. Even when we, when we were in high school. You know, it was not, you know, Rydell High was not the school. Yeah, no, our school always beat that that school. In fact, that's why Rydell High was always our homecoming game, because we knew we'd beat them. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's always been that way, and it's just gotten worse and worse. So anyway, we said, hey, let's, uh, let's just go and get a snack afterwards. You know, we'll, you know, because trying to be a cheerleader for a winless team, it is very difficult. It's not easy. Yeah, really. You're like, all right, ladies, let's not fuck it up. Let's not fuck it up. <laughs> well, and it's one of those things where it's like there's there's so many cheers you can't do when they're oh, winless. Right. It's like we're like in the beginning when everybody still believes that tonight's the night that we're going to finally ring that victory bell like we always wanted to. <laughs> you can do a couple in the beginning. 
And then, the, then as the as the game wears on, you can't say we're out for a victory. You just can't do it. You know, when it's forty to seven. <laughs> yeah, you can't. When it's zero to fifty six, you can't be like we're out. We're out to get a V V I V. No, there's none of that is happening. It's over. You know, we can we can be like, let's get a little bit rowdy, just a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> can right. we just get a little rowdy? You know, and, you know, the last game we were at, it was only parents there. I mean, it was just, and it's a varsity game, and it's just so sad. And anyway, so we go to an Italian restaurant that's open late, and we weren't starving, but we wanted to get some appetizers. So I'm sitting there in the booth across from Daryl and our daughter, and I'm feeling particularly frisky because, you know... I get bored very easily at restaurants, and so I start doing stuff. We're all like that. We start fidgeting, and we are we start doing you know, saying things or messing with the salt and pepper shake. I don't know why we can't just sit there like normal people. I don't know, but I can't. Mm-hmm. And so I'm starting to read the menu to Daryl, and I'm starting to like give him crap about whatever. And so I lean over, but I say it loudly because it's kind of a loud restaurant. And I go, "Hey, you want some Arancini balls?" <laughs> And he's like, he starts laughing. And right when I say balls like that, a waiter comes over and I literally yell it in his ear because he leans over to pour water. Oh, God. <laughs> I yelled balls in this guy's ear really loud. He's all, ah! you know, he like backs up. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And of course, Daryl and well, you know, our daughter's really good. She just acts like she doesn't belong with us. <laughs> she literally doesn't. She's just like, I see nothing. I hear nothing. I don't know who and daryl looks at me he's like oh my god (laughs) like what and i'm like oops he's like at least i didn't say like testicles or something which i did think about doing testes (laughs) would you like some arancini testicles (laughs) but what was worse is that i said it really loud and right in this guy's ear it was so and he acted like nothing happened he just walked away oh my god I'm sure you're not the first weird person to say something, but... Right, yelling it in his ears. He's leaning over to pour water in someone's drink. Balls! Balls! God. <laughs> I just had the worst timing. Well, I think you win this week for uh, shouting um, Balls geni- someone's genitalia in someone's wa- poor waiter's ear. <laughs> He's like, I, I, sorry. Feel, I feel sexually harassed. <laughs> Make that woman leave. Kevin Spacey, is that you? <laughs> no. Balls? Yeah, no. It's it's like, I'm sorry, but my doctor says I can't have balls flying in my face. Well, there goes her social life. life. <laughs> so, anyway. I think that's a wrap for this week. Thank you, everybody, for joining us and for uh, shopping our Amazon and Avon links. If you don't know what we're talking about, go to um, UglyTruth.com and there are buttons there that you can push so you can purchase Avon makeup, which is really good. That's all I use now. Also get the link to our Amazon page. It's getting closer for Christmas. So if you want to get a head start. Speaking of, uh, we had a suggestion that we should do our Facebook favorite things for christmas mm, i, can I think we should do i can do 10 yeah where will we put them well i think we'll have producer dub create a, a thing for for us so we can see what our 10 favorite things are amazon's got a really cool way of doing that and then of course avon as well so i think we'll um, we'll come up with our 10 favorite things each 
we might let producer dub do a couple oh okay even though i know it's gonna be dumb stuff but we'll let him do it anyway anything that looks dumb is not ours <laughs> no, i'm just kidding no yeah well i think we'll separate the lists oh okay okay do you think we should or do you think we should collaborate i think we should just have one giant wish list okay and then you okay. can type in parentheses like paula and yeah. then or jamie so you okay. know who who wishes for what then we'll be you'll be able to click on it and buy it if you want so you can be more like us because we know that's like super important to you <laughs> yes exactly i thought about it. i'm like should we put the silver bullet on there i think we should i think we should too i have one now i finally got one. Oh, did i ever tell you that i finally got mine to work what was wrong with it it was just a dead battery oh so i finally put two new batteries in and all of a sudden it was like like literally t- it took off like an animal like ran off the Careful. bed i was like holy shit it'll rip your clit off i know it was gonna burn my clit off i'm like okay wait wait let me turn that down my god no i have sometimes it's necessary but not always well right sometimes what do i have (laughs) i have one but it requires triple a batteries so you need triple a batteries little guys i don't know can i have some triple a batteries my vibrator's not working walk walk into radio shack do you have batteries for this (laughs) radio shack do those still exist probably not i I don't know god you relic go to best buy then yeah oh yeah those guys at best buy wouldn't mind that at all god they always look so sexually deprived at that store have you ever seen those poor people uh you know i don't really pay attention to god every time i walk in i'm like god you need to get laid i feel for you dude or lady i don't know well they're all like in their you know early 20s probably in college so i mean for the boys that's their peak they just need to shampoo their hair or something i don't know what it is man i just don't know if it's the polo shirt or I don't know. The dead in the eyes. They just need some help. Yeah. Um, I don't really know. I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. That's so okay. go on. So like we said, just uh, be sure to go to uglytruth.com. You can ch- click on the Avon button and it'll take you directly to the Avon website. And there's an Amazon button. If you click that, it goes directly to the Amazon site. Anything you purchase, a small, small percentage goes to the show. And that helps us greatly to keep Mm -hmm. on plugging on. So until next week, have a fabulous week. Be good to each other. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. That's a wrap. But make sure to watch your podcast feed for all the screw-ups and edits from this episode and what we call Ugly Cuts. And then we'll have a brand new full episode for you next week. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.